time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Welcome to the Mining Stock Daily. Standing in for Trevor Hall, I'm Paul Harris. Today is Thursday, October the 21st. The gold price ran from 1768 up to 1789 overnight on Wednesday before what is becoming a routine pre-New York Stock Exchange open price management takedown removed as much as $14 per ounce from the gold price. This drop in price curiously occurred despite the absence of any news or market related events that might have triggered the selling of gold futures contracts. After the blatant price ambush, gold recovered back up to the 1788 area before settling around 1782 per ounce. Silver once again outperformed gold as it ran from 2360 Tuesday evening up to 2440 before settling around 2430 per ounce. The gold silver ratio plunged another 1.5% for the second day in a row, settling at 73. The Mining Stock Journal said that the recent decline in the gold silver ratio is one of the many indicators away from the obvious fundamentals that signals the potential for a monster move in the precious metal sector. On that note, the Mining Stock Newsletter said that while the mining stocks traded higher on Wednesday, with the GDX finishing up 1.1%, the miners closed well off their highs of the day, extending the proverbial bull market climbing a wall of worry. This tentativeness on behalf of the mining stocks is yet another indicator that a sustainable bull move in the precious metal sector is likely underway. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a quick mention of today's sponsor. This Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, www.westerncopperandgold.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Integra Resources announced drill results from an ongoing metallurgical drill program at the Sullivan Gulch area of its Delamar Gold Silver project in Idaho, USA, designed to further optimize and potentially include additional mineralized material in future studies. Sullivan Gulch mineralization has been delineated over a strike length of 1,000 meters with a width of 200 meters and a depth of 350 meters. It is characterized by long widths well-distributed mineralization which has the potential to increase future production profiles and mine life. Highlights included 160.3 meters grading 1.51 grams per ton gold equivalent, 115.5 meters grading 1.5 grams per ton and 5.2 meters grading 12.85 grams per ton gold equivalent. A pre-feasibility study for Delamar is due for completion later this quarter. Shares of Integra Resources trade on the TSXV under ITR and on the NICE American under ITRG. Piedmont Lithium announced an updated mineral resource estimate for its Carolina Lithium project in North Carolina, USA. The total resource is now 42.2 million tonnes, grading 1.08% 
L-I-T-O, with 64% of the resource now in the indicated category, with indicated resources increasing more than 100% to 28.2 million tonnes, grading 1.11% L-I-T-O. This resource update incorporates the results of 127 diamond core holes for more than 18,000 metres drilled during the Phase 5 drill programme, with the increase in size coming from several areas including the North Pit area where numerous laterally extensive pegmatite seals and inclined sheets were discovered. This updated resource will be incorporated into the upcoming feasibility study which Piedmont expects to complete later this quarter for 30,000 tonnes per year lithium hydroxide operation. Shares in Piedmont Lithium trade on the NASDAQ under PLL. Up in Canada, Norzinc announced the results of a preliminary economic assessment for its Prairie Creek project in the Northwest Territories for 2,400 tonnes per day operation. The PEA outlined production of 261 million pounds of zinc equivalent including 2.6 million ounces a year of silver production over a 20-year mine life. In terms of economics, the project would yield an after-tax net present value of 299 million US dollars at an 8% discount rate and an internal rate of return of 17.7% following an initial capital expenditure of $368 million, giving a payback of 4.8 years using base case metal prices of $120 per pound zinc, $1.5 per pound lead and $24 per ounce silver. At current metal spot prices, the MPV increases to $479 million and the IRR to 22.8%. The PEA is based on an updated resource estimate of 9.8 million tonnes of measured and indicated resources grading 22.7% zinc equivalent and 6.4 million tonnes of inferred resources grading 24.1% zinc equivalent. Norzinc plans to move straight to feasibility. Shares in Norzinc trade on the TSX under NZC and on the OTCQB under NORZF. Back in the US, Elevation Gold Mining reported a 36% increase to the measured and indicated resources at its Moss Mine in Arizona to 38.9 million tonnes, grading 0.39 grams per tonne gold and 4.6 grams per tonne silver, containing 490,000 ounces of gold and 5.7 million ounces of silver. The proven and probable reserves at Moss now stand at 12.7 million tonnes, grading 0.45 grams per tonne gold and 5.4 grams per tonne silver containing 184,000 ounces of gold and 2.2 million ounces of silver. The reserve estimate was constrained by the existing infrastructure of the 11,000 tonnes per day mine, which the company may relocate to allow the Moss Mine to realise the full economic benefits of the additional near-mine mineralisation being defined by the ongoing exploration drilling programme. Elevation Gold Mining trades on the TSXV under ELVT and on the OTC under NHVCD. And finally, Newfound Gold raised another $48 million Canadian via a non-brokered private placement with Eric Sprott, uh, 5 million shares priced at $9.60 each, to fund continued exploration of its Queensway project in Atlantic Canada. The raise will increase Sprott's ownership to 36.6 million shares is about 23% of the issued and outstanding share capital of the company and it will boost the company's treasury to more than 150 million dollars. 
Shares in Newfound Gold trade on the TSXV under NFG and on the NICE American under NFGC. That concludes today's morning briefing. We'll be back later today with more market commentary and corporate updates. The Mining Stock Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends at the Junior Mining Network.